Before we get into this episode about controlled demolitions on September 11th, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors. It is called Chemical Free Body. Do you ever feel like the food you eat is full of garbage? You are probably right. In fact, you're you're 100% right. Most of the food you eat is full of toxins, GMOs, chemicals. Chemical Free Body can help get rid of all that stuff out of your body. I started taking Green 85, Gut Detox, Toxin Detox, all part of the Super Detox Bundle. This is the fastest way to get rid of some of the pollution that is going inside of your body. I wake up in the morning with much more energy. I feel like my brain functionality is much better. I highly recommend using uh, Chemical Free Body. Just go to their website, chemicalfreebody.com, and make sure to use the promo code CONMEN, C-O-N-M-E-N. Okay, let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on? We are back on YouTube, fellas. Hi. It is good to see you guys. Wait, I, I'm already seeing you guys showing up in the in the YouTube chats. We're not allowed on Instagram. Not apparently. allowed on Instagram. I just I just saw this. What, Isn't that nice? It is. It's very. Uh, it, it it shows how edgy we are. I guess. <laughs> We're not. We're That's- not really. Except for uh, we we have a, a our soundboard says some racist shit, but that's not us. That's the board. I think just my my presence. I just seem racist. Yeah. And Instagram doesn't like it. They can sense my power. Well, apparently, what someone was saying is someone we might have a hater that listens to our show. Tell them to come to Texas and I'll fight them. Yeah. And not some pussy boxing match. Yeah. Well, like a, like internet celebrities. Like, I'd be like, you can pick any weapon you want. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in a field. <laughs> I'll see you in a fucking field. And we'll gangs in New York this shit. Hell yes. Is, is this your army, Pope? It's, Space Cowboy already has a message The Pope's army? <laughs> a couple of crusty bitches and a handful of ragtags? <laughs> Was your mouth all gummed up with cunny juice? I asked you a question. <laughs> I like it. We, we're on fire right now. We, we've already went to Target. No, not Target. We went to Circuit City. Went to Target and stole a bunch of shit. Yeah. Woo! We beat up a homosexual. <laughs> that's a, that's just how this morning is going right now. Mm-hmm. We're pumped up. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everyone, in the chats. I'm seeing you guys. We got BJ Cobbledick. What's going on? Lizard BJ Cobbledick. <laughs> <laughs> Good name. Good uh, job, PJ. We got Lizard Person, Space Cowboy. Why are you gay? Hell yeah. Uh, C Wins, David J. Yes, the swords are drawn. We are ready to fucking go. We're full of hate crimes. You're right, Lizard Person. <laughs> All we do are hate crimes. Is there such thing as non hate crimes? Everything's a hate crime. Well, it's a love crime. If you love doing it, oh, you gotta do what you love. I love to hate. You know, if people hate. What I call a love crime, yeah. Then you're the hater. How about that? <laughs> that they're committing the hate crime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so welcome back to the Comment Podcast. We are conspiracy slash true crime history podcast. 
You can find us on Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast, Twitter, con man podcast one, video episodes. Well, um, I originally wrote we're only going to do clips on YouTube, but hey, we're doing that on here too. Uh, Rumble, you can find us on Rumble. Just search uh, rumble.com forward slash comment podcast. I mean, it's all the same shit, all the same name. Um, if you want to support the show, buy a t shirt. We got a bunch of 9 11 stuff. Get ready for the holidays. <laughs> we got nothing but 9 11, a uh, whole series that came out. Uh, Cheney did 9 11. We have the inside job shirts, like all that stuff. So go to. You got to get it, but it's not. It's, Next month is September. Yes. Get your merch now. Get it now. Get it now. If you order it right now, you'll have it by September 11th. It's like ordering your Thanksgiving turkey ahead of time. Yes. Except it's a 9-11 shirt. It's going to get you fired from your shitty job. But you'll look cool wearing it. If you're going to look cool, you might as well... If you're going to be homeless, rather, Mm -hmm. and unemployed, you might as well look cool. One of my buddies, I saw he was wearing one 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 of the shirts... This guy I work with, he had the sleeves cut off and everything. I was like, man, that makes too much sense. It looks great. It was the one with, uh, I think it was Bush, the one where Bush is uh, doing the Jenga thing, which is also a good 9-11 uh, shirt. But, uh, yeah, so go to conmenmerch.myshopify.com. The website will be up shortly. Uh, I've been in contact with our with our web designer he had a he had a few things go on. Donnie, what's going on, Donnie? What is taking so long? I I told him, <laughs> I told Sean, like you need to you need to like run these business decisions past me. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't just give this guy an open ended fucking timeline. Yeah. to make our website, you need yeah. to give him a deadline. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I need it in thirty days. Thirty days <laughs> or sixty days. Okay, you need to have me. In the room for these types of negotiations. I I want to have... Fix your shit, Nick! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to have enough money where I could just pay Adam just to just to handle all of my business dealings. Anything that has to do with business, I'm, I'm going to bring Adam as my lawyer, even though he's not a formally trained lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Okay, he's a lawyer. I'm a professional lawyer. He's, he's ready to go. So I'm bringing him everywhere. Yeah. Whatever um, I, I I need something done. I am the law. He is the law. <laughs> I'm the law. <laughs> um, also, you could you could support us on Patreon. Just three dollars a month. I'm the law. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had that ready. Oh no, I messed up my back. My beautiful background. Oh Jesus! I, I, I've heard. Hold on, I'm not even on microphone. He's not even on microphone. Heard rumors that our backgrounds are not real. Like this is fake behind me, and it's indeed real because I grabbed a book off of it. Yeah, like here, I'll grab my John Cassavetes box set. See, it's real. It's all real. It's as real as I want it to be. No green screens. I can't no stand fun. green screens. You know what's worse than green screens? Wood panels. Oh god! If you have a wood panel in, in your background, you, you should probably you can't be friends with us. You can't be friends. I'm sorry. Can't be friends with us. Okay. See this? That means not welcome. Not welcome. <laughs> Next to our, our swastika tattoos. <laughs> a lizard person says, the post office hasn't fired me yet with my shirts. <laughs> There's a lot of post office people that listen to the show, surprisingly. It's crazy. Because a lizard person works for the post office? <laughs> yeah. I just picture a lizard wearing a, uh, like a postman outfit. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you, know, you know what? Lizard person, like during COVID, I just like... Um, 
I was in this very nice house in the mountains in the middle of nowhere in California. And, um, the male lady that came in, like she just worked, she just dressed like shit. She was wearing like sweats and her hair up in a bun. So like there was no uniform code during COVID. Of course not. You know what's funny? She got, um, what was it? She got knocked up by a friend of mine in high school. Hell yeah. How random is that? <laughs> Some small town, the male lady comes up and I'm like, oh fuck, I know exactly who you are. Uh-huh. Like we went to the same high school and my friend who just comes in everybody <laughs> knocked you up and then you got a, an, I don't know if she got an abortion, but you ever have a friend in high school who just comes in everybody? Hell yeah. <sighs> you snip those fucking guys' balls off. Yeah. I had too many friends like that. So actually, I think you're that guy. Actually. I might be. Yeah, you're talking about me. And <laughs> your friend, in your friend group, you're that guy. <laughs> There's like too many kids. What are you doing over there? Too many fucking kids. God damn it! Like, like you're gonna start a goddamn family band or something. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna travel uh, countryside. Yeah, that's 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 nice. So yeah, three dollars a month. Patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. Um, over there. All the all the retro episodes have now uploaded. That the reason if you're a Patreon member, if you kept seeing every day we're posting episodes, is because I wanted to post one episode a day just so I didn't put fucking thirty five episodes on there and just you just have thirty five notifications. That drives people nuts. So I did one episode a day, and now all of them are uploaded. And the other day I posted all the Ep- Epstein episodes, so I was like three episodes in one day. But besides that. All that's out there. We got a bonus episode every day. It's just $3 a month. That's less than a coffee. That's less than a beer. If you guys want to buy us a beer, that's the best way. $3 a month. You're supporting uh, uh, content creators. This is we're, we're, we're putting shit out, and that's that's just the best way to support us. So uh, also – Thank you, guys. Help us, help us in the algorithm. If you're on iTunes or Spotify – Give us a five star review. If you don't want, if you do one star review, just stop listening to the show. Go fuck yourselves. You by putting one star that totally fucks us in the algorithm, and no one's going to see the show. So just help us out. Five stars. You're if you want to leave, the reason this country's going down the drain. Yes, it, it, it is the worst. We we've been under attack lately, and I think the you the whole YouTube thing. I think people are, re, are keep reporting people, our channel. People are scared of us. They're scared of us. Yeah, they, they know what kind of power we have. Yeah. Okay, we can end anybody at any time. Yes. And now they're getting they're f- getting scared. But to all of you out there who are five-star people, Patreon mm-hmm. members, and just loyal listeners, we will give you our own personal thumbs up. So I'm on Team Human. I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. Very yes, cool. Yes, we do love you guys. The five stars are going to help us out. Just keep reviewing it and create different accounts. Like we 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 never we need whatever help we can. Instagram, right. steal your family's credit card information. Yeah, send and, us money. And if you want to put the one star review, you can meet us in a in, in, a, in a field oh, in a field in Bastrop, which would probably be catching on fire pretty soon. I'm predicting that right now. Um, but <laughs> a little self-incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's very dry out there, and there's there's been wind, and it, it, we we got one little thing of rain for like 20 minutes yesterday. There's going to be a wildfire in Texas. I'm predicting it right now. Yeah, it did rain a little bit yesterday. That was weird. It was oh, nice. It was 100. It was nice. I was at a bar yesterday. I yeah. looked out the window and it's raining. I was like, that's cool. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, sitting next to me, 
the guy that you've been listening talking to right now. It's a, it is um, the the host of the Skeleton Factory podcast, Adam Hester. What's going on, buddy? Hi, Sean. It's great to be here once again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on every episode. Does that make sense? Yeah, every episode. Yes. Speaking of episodes, new episode, episode 68 of Skeleton Factory coming out. Uh, let's call it tonight. Tonight. Sure. Let's yeah. call it tonight. I'll be reviewing a West German film from the 70s called Knife in the Head. And uh, the title would have you think it's possibly horror movie, mm-hmm. exploitation movie. With titties nice. and blood. There's titties in the movie. But it's not. It's actually, it's a very interesting thriller, drama. Mm. Okay. It's about a very, uh, very successful, affluent man who gets accidentally uh, shot by the police. And they try to cover it up by saying that he's involved with some type of terrorist group. Mm. And then it's him kind of coming back from that and seeking revenge. It's kind of like regarding Henry meets the fugitive. Something like that. Um, it's very good. That'll be uh, that'll be on Skeleton Factory. Skeleton Factory podcast. It's a outstanding, amazing. It's the best cult film podcast in Texas. Snoop oh, Dogg yeah. recently came out publicly <laughs> about the episode sixty seven. Yeah, it's great. Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop Dogg did the intro to episode sixty seven. So thank you, Snoop. I appreciate that very much. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm at Twitter at SF Podcast ATX and on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. Plenty of free content. It's all free content on there. It is. Okay. Hey, you get, there's videos. There's there's audio podcasts. And speaking of audio podcasts, I'm going to be recording one with Sean and Shondo over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today we're gonna we're gonna record an episode and that should be up in the next couple of days. Yes. And uh, you can support the show there. So if you go there, listen to some content, watch some videos, and while you're there, help out the show. It's very much appreciated. Beautiful. And just for for good measure, I will give you guys one more big thumbs up. So I'm on Team Human. I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. (laughs) Mwah! Beautiful. That, that, that was a great I'm, plug. I'm kissing everybody. I kiss everyone right on the cheek. Yes, we're, we're, in, we're in a good mood today. We're in a good mood today. We're, we're, in, the, we're in the festive uh, moods right now because the holiday season is coming up. We're just a few weeks away from September 11th. So <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> the holiday season, September 11th. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time of the year for yeah. content. We got the shirts. Not saying that people that died in, in the buildings, that's not a good thing. <laughs> but it, it's, it is one of the things. Like, this is, I know we've done a, a Building 7 or Tower 7 or whatever you want to call it, the Solomon Brothers building. We've done an episode on this, but this was like, I think, episode 3. And it's on, the, it's on Patreon. But I, I wanted to revisit this because I think we could have done a better job on the episode. I don't even think you were on the episode. It episode just, three, yeah. Uh, do, were you on a on an early? I don't know. I don't remember if you were I was on, on episode two. Yeah, I don't know. if I think it might have been the next week, and then I think you were on the following week, and then you then all of a sudden you were on all the all the other ones after that. And then we took over the world. Took over, but um, I think I wanted to revisit it, and I wanted to be in how how the show sounds right now. Yeah, and I I. I just and I, I 
I did more research on this. There's a lot more stuff. This one's a lot more in depth. This might be I don't know how long this episode's gonna be, but there's a lot more information on this one than there was on the on the previous episode. There have been there's been new developments. <laughs> in Tower Seven, we have solved we, we the mystery. Who did it? Of Tower Seven. <laughs> if you don't know who did it, stay tuned because we have it for you coming mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah. There's certain topics. Certain topics we could have done a better job on. We're we're much more polished now. I think. I I got a compliment the other day from someone that listens to the show. They're like. Like I started listening to your older episodes, and then I got and it caught looks like up. shit. You guys are <laughs> drunk. Yeah, we just drunk and stupid. You guys are doing whippets. Yeah, you guys are smoking amphetamines mm-hmm. out of incandescent light bulbs, which are illegal now. Oh wow. Okay, but now you guys spot on. Yes, spot on quality. That's basically what he said. The here. highest possible level of quality. He said he was like, "Man, your your guys' older episodes." He's like, "They're I liked them, but they're a little rough." But like now, the stuff you guys are doing right now is like fucking top. Who the fuck is he to criticize us? I don't know. Save your critiques, guy. I don't need your critiques. <laughs> I just talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. Um, but yeah, so building seven. I'm, I'm real. I've been. I've always been really passionate. It's not like I was gonna cry. They could poison your drink. I yeah, I know. Perhaps. We're over here drinking uh, vodka sodas right now. I mid, need a refill. Start drinking too early. Yeah, yeah. I, well, go go make some more drinks, and I'm I'm going to introduce this topic. If you want to do that, that, sounds great. I'll be right back. Okay, fix me up one too, uh, bro. Finish your the one you have. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Do you do it. this at a bar? Oh my god! I did it. You're such a mess. I was just t- it's this funny. isn't a UT game. This is hilarious. This is a place where gentlemen <laughs> come to drink. We're talking about how polished the the show is now, and then we're saying like we used to be drunk fucking idiots, and then I just chugged a whole fucking thing of of, of a vodka soda, I'm drinking like 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 a lady. <laughs> but yeah, so like I was saying, Building Seven, it is something I've I've been passionate about this is what this this is maybe the moment that i started getting into conspiracy theories was building seven like after building seven after i saw what happened with building seven because i used to believe the official story i was like why would we kill ourselves why would we why would we we crash planes into our own building like why would we do all that and yeah if you guys hear what adam was saying was like why would we put crack in our own cities (laughs) Building seven was that moment when someone was like, "All right, look into building seven. Look into that. What the fuck? Why did the building fall like that? Why is it so symmetrical?" And then the more you look in the building seven, you're like, "Oh shit, <laughs> there's something here." And the more you dig into it, the more you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I think there's something going on." And then this this put me on the track to to being into conspiracy theories. I don't know what you guys, what do you guys think in the chats? Set, let me know in the chats what what moment kind of puts you into this this whole world of conspiracy theories. Some people are late to the show. Some people, it has to do with what happened during COVID and all that, 
which I think that's good. I think people are starting to wake up. I know um, a very close relative of mine. I won't say who it is, but she said she she was like a person that really wanted me to get the vaccine and everything. And she was like, oh, I just watched this thing on on Netflix about the pharmaceutical uh, companies. And then she was telling me about Pfizer and everything. And I didn't want to be a dick. I don't want to be like, fucking told you. Told you. I was just like, yeah, yep. And I was explaining to her about about um, Bayer, how how they their same company that was that created Zyklon B and all that. But I, I feel like people are starting to to kind of catch on. They're starting to learn on what's going on. But no, did, no I would totally be like, I told you, yeah, I fucking, <laughs> I fucking told you so. I told you so. Oh, shut up, <laughs> silly woman. That's what I would say. David J says, I miss the Adam who farted into the mics and peed into cuffs. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm still that guy, David. I'm still that guy. We're still the same people. But we got <laughs> we, we got to make sure that the podcast is polished. But so what what was like a moment that kind of brought you into the conspiracy role? Like, what, what was one of the first conspiracies you, you that you heard of and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that seems real to me? Uh, I think one of the first was uh, Area 51. Yeah. My my godfather, my mom's youngest brother, uh, Chris, he is, uh, Michael Chris, is um, he's actually worked as a paranormal investigator for many years. I'm not so much, I'm not too keen on paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of the first guy who uh, kind of like like uh, Area 51 stuff on TV. There was the alien autopsy. Remember that? Alien yeah. Autopsy. Like stuff like that. Shit, that was probably my first one. Mm-hmm. I was super into aliens back he, in the day. I was also very much into like um, Unsolved Mysteries, which my Uncle Chris was on several episodes of Unsolved Mysteries and shows like sightings. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that. And then probably a little bit after that. I saw uh, JFK. Mm-hmm. I saw JFK, and it was the first time I, you know, just that end courtroom scene, the sort of closing arguments with Kevin Costner's whole thing about, you know, the Kennedy assassination. That, that was the kind of first thing that put got put into my head. And then by the time, you know, 9-11 happened, it was just yeah. like... Like it was, it was full speed ahead from that point on. But yeah, I mean, you know, this, it's fascinating stuff, you know, people try to poo poo it now, but it's like, no one really listens to those people. Yeah. Mainstream people who are just like, well, conspiracy theories, those those are like old school marms who have no personality. You're the joy Bayhards of the world. Yes. The Whoopi Goldbergs, those people are losers. Oh yeah. Those are women who are past the point of any meaningful usefulness of any kind. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's yeah. like, it's like, if you just ask Whoopi Goldberg, it's like, what, you don't think aliens are real? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> fake. It's stupid. Everything. Is that a it, Trump it, thing? A Trumper thing? The aliens are, real? it's like, bitch, you're on Star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing in the chats, uh, frightening me is asking about, uh, building six. I know about building six and, and, I posted the thing on, on Instagram about the the three buildings that were that were destroyed, mm. and then everyone's like, "What about Building Six? I fucking know about Building Six. 
Building six is is definitely. I couldn't do a full episode on it because they try to catch you out, like you don't know. No, no, he knows. Sorry, you, me, you, I'm just saying other you people. You try to big time you? <laughs> You're not going to big time us, frightening me. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not fucking happening. Building 6 is interesting. Building 6 was destroyed. Also, it's never talked about. It is the one building that is not talked about. It looks like fucking... And I've talked about it on, on older episodes. Building 6 looks like, like the Murrah building. It looks like it was just fucking exploded. But some of the tenants in, in Building 6... Uh, that are interesting. They have the IRS in there. They have the U.S. Customs Service, uh, United States Department of Commerce, ATF, uh, the D- U.S. Uh, Department of Agriculture, United States Department of Labor. What else in here? Yeah, so it's interesting. But when you look at the fucking building, let me see if I can pull this up. So switch over to here. So that's what it looked like. It looks like it, that looks fucking crazy. And no one talks about Building 6. Building 6 is... I don't fuck... It, 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 I would assume it is behind... Let me let me see where it's at. Where is the location? Because I'm over here on... Minnesota. That would be funny if it <laughs> wasn't even in New York. Uh, let me see. The buildings were demolished. So it was eventually demolished. They admitted that they demolished this one. Um, but I don't know where... where it was at, I know it was right next to it because this is, uh, they had all seven, they had, I know, Royal, Royal Trade Center 1 and 2 with the two towers. Mm-hmm. Building 7 was the the one we're talking about. It's pretty, it's a pretty tall tower. It just says it's like in New York where they have all these huge skyscrapers. But like, if you put that, that building, you put that building in fucking, um, like in Oklahoma City, you're like, that's a big fucking building. And then you have uh, Royal Trade Center six, so that's what 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 is that, and that's what it looks like. But yeah, it's, it's interesting, and no one talks about it. I think people, it's like it's more like the punk rock of of, of Royal Trade Center buildings. <laughs> no, well, I remember seeing an interview with uh, Spike Lee years ago, mm-hmm. and he said that um, whatever building he was living in was right right near Royal Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, towers and like a ton of shit. I guess he had like penthouse, yeah, top floor, and a ton of shit just fucking fell on his building, fucked up his building. Yes, you know. Yeah, it, it's it, and we're gonna get. What it, does Spike Lee know? He knows something, and he they didn't let him put any it, like they didn't put any of the conspiracy stuff on that HBO uh, thing uh, documentary, which was interesting to me. They they took it out. And it's just why. What did they put that's in a, there? That's it a seems big, like all that's in there would be a conspiracy. It's stuff. a big part of the story. Like at least address it and and try to to debunk it. Like what was his, uh, Sarah, Senator McCain wrote a whole book about debunking it, and then he got asked about uh, about um, Road Trade Center Seven, and he was like, "Oh well, I'll I'll get back to you. Just email me and say you talked to me on C-SPAN." Like, no, 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 no. You should be prepared. You wrote a whole fucking book about it. But About World Trade Center 7? Yeah, well, about the... He, it's called Debunking the Conspiracy Theories about uh, World Trade Center. I don't remember the name of the book, but he, he wrote a... How the fuck would he know? I don't know. That's very interesting. What is his job? I think what? he just took the NIST report, and he, he, he just accepted it as true. John McCain should meet me in a field... In, in Texas, and we will 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 fight 
should fight me. We'll throw him in a POW camp, and then we'll just beat him to death. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll bring his dead corpse, put him back into a POW mm-hmm. camp, and then we'll, we'll we'll just torture him. But he'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let, let's let's go through the official story to get to, to for anyone that doesn't know about Tower Seven. Uh, according to NIST, this was the National Institute of Standards and Technology. They did an, an investigation to invest uh, to see what the causes of the, the 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 building failures that occurred at the World Trade Center. They didn't investigate Building Six, by the way. Um, NIST determined that Tower 7 was brought down by fires caused by heavy debris damaging the building. After uh, Building 1 fell, damage to the south exterior wall of Building 7 caused a fire. After several hours of uncontrolled fires that were, uh, that were burning on, on six floors of the building, the fire-proofing insulation began to fail. The steel columns, gir- girders, and trusses began to lose their strength. The exterior structure began to sag, and the columns of the building... Began to fail, which led to the collapse (laughs) of the building. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. That was one thing. That's one thing I've, I'm not, like the whole thing about fire, like Mm -hmm. messing up with, you know, fucking with the the structural integrity of, of building steel. Yeah. People are like, that's impossible. I'm like, is it? I'm like, Mm -hmm. has anyone tested that? Like. At all? Well, no fire has ever taken down a steel building in, in world history. It's never happened. Never. How many fucking buildings got hit by an airplane filled with fucking jet fuel, though? Well, that one, Tower 7 didn't get hit by a plane. But what did it get hit by? It got hit by a building. How many buildings that got hit by other buildings that caught on fire collapsed? But how many will... So what would happen is all the columns would have to be severed at the at point one second of 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 each other. So like whenever you're doing a controlled demoli- demolition, you would have to sever those columns at point one second of each other for it to fall down symmetrically. This is this is why people that are engineers and architects don't believe the the, the actual well I guess official my, story. My question would be from that point is like can't things not fall symmetrically? Not like that. Every time you see a building fall, like from, like, say, like they're like a building. Uh, yeah, but, that's, but that's from demolition. Yeah. Don't things fall from not demolition? That yeah. Well, next. they will fall, but they won't fall symmetrically. Like, that's a, that's almost impossible. Like, they're going to fall. Like, remember that building in, in I think it was in Miami mm-hmm. that caught on fire and it started, like, kind of collapsing, collapsing into each, into each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it didn't fall down. It just kind of collapsed into itself. So like it's it you're you're not gonna have fires that that just sever all those columns and then it just falls down perfectly. Do you remember the tag team demolition? No, who's who's that? They were a, a tag team in the WWF. That's what they look like. They're called demolition. Demolition. They're sick. Nice. They're not in the Hall of Fame for some reason. I don't like that. That, that upsets me. What do they do? Did they kill somebody? Yeah, they light people on fire and then they they, they, they fall over and die. They cut their like feet off. <laughs> they cut off their ankles. Yeah. So it took a few years after after the destruction of Building Seven for people to question it. 
even uh, I talked about this before the show. Even Rosie O'Donnell. Speaking of uh, the View, Rosie O'Donnell during her short tenure on the View started talking about it while everyone else was trying to talk about like Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> she came in fucking hot. She was like, "What happened to World Trade Center Seven? Why are you gay?" Uh, yeah, but she was just trying to find out why, for the first time in world history, is still building collapsed by fire on September 11th. Mm-hmm. I got the clip right here. It's fucking inc- incredible. Oh, hold on. I'm on mute. The stars. She came Uh-oh. in. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it's me. That's me talking. Let me mute myself. You oh. just live in an echo chamber, don't you? I just listen to myself. You sound beautiful. terms of the attack of 9-11? No, but I do believe that it is the first time in history that fire has ever melted steel. I do believe that it defies physics for the World Trade Center Tower 7, Building Mm -hmm. 7, which collapsed in on itself. It is impossible for a building to fall the way it fell without explosives being involved. World Trade Center 7. World Trader 1 and 2 got hit by planes. 7, miraculously, the first time in history, steel was melted by fire. It is a physically impossible. And who do you think... Oh, shut up! No <laughs> Silly woman! No, that it imploded and it was an implosion and a demolition is beyond ignorant. Look at the films, get a physics expert here from Yale, from Harvard, pick the school. It defies reason. But did she? Yeah. No, she didn't. You know what you're listening to? You're listening to a woman who's on uh, weight loss medication Yeah. from the early 2000s, which is just speed. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Who's just a little over caffeinated? Yeah, she had. Uh, she goes to Starbucks and she asked for like a caramel, lot like iced caramel latte, and they put they drizzle caramel on top. And you know what she asked them to do? Mm-hmm. Fill my straw. Put the straw in there. Yeah, fill the straw with caramel. Oh, and then she takes her speed pills. She's disgusting. And then she goes on the view and it's like fucking building seven. Hell yeah. I like I like this Rosie. I didn't know about this Rosie O'Donnell. Like fat Rosie O'Donnell in the early two thousands. Yeah, she she was uh I think Barbara Walters fucking hated her. Like that I think she wouldn't she wouldn't be there at the same time as Rosie O'Donnell. Like every time she was there, she's like, I'm not gonna be there. And then she got into I think Rosie got into this whole argument with uh what's her name? Hasselbeck? I think that's Tim oh. Hasselbeck's voice. I don't know. Blonde and, lady? Yeah. She was like the conservative voice of there. And it so was like, hot. she was like saying like, oh, you don't support the troops and all this. And she, she went into this whole thing. They, they got into this big argument. Yeah. But I mean, Rosie O'Donnell was only on there for like a few months. And they're just like, we get, we gotta, we gotta go back to fucking dancing with the stars and uh, <laughs> recipes. Like we're not talking about <laughs> an inside job. <laughs> Yeah. It makes me. I, I've always hated Rosie O'Donnell, but this Donald makes me Trump like her. Donald Trump called and was like, "I want that woman removed from that show." No, you know the, that, that's that's actually what happened. A lot the, of people don't know that. The the funny thing. Hi, go home to mommy. <laughs> go home to mommy. The the funny I want thing. That ugly woman removed from the view. I want her removed from my view. So remove her from my view. <laughs> the funny thing about uh, Trump because like they they had this whole beef him him and uh, Rosie O'Donnell. When whenever he she was fighting with uh, whatever Hasselbeck whatever her name is, uh, he was like he's like yeah actually I agree with Rosie here, but she's still big. <laughs> he like said something like they called her a loser, but <laughs> like he would he would because uh, Trump was always against uh, the 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 war in Iraq because this is like she was like why 
why are we, Rosie said, like, why are we fighting people in Iraq for what people in Saudi Arabia did when they attacked the World Trade Center? That, what, is, why did, what does that have to do with Iraq? Mm-hmm. And she was 100% right. It's, it's so weird, like, seeing this on The View, because on The View, it's just a bunch of fucking clucking fucking chickens yelling about how angry they are at Trump. Like, she was actually saying shit. Why can't they just talk about, like, how hot guys are? I mean, that's what the show should be. It should be a bunch of sort of a bunch of, uh, you know, yeah, two and a halfs mm-hmm. talking about how beautiful like Henry Cavill is. Yeah. His winning <laughs> smile, his beautiful face, <laughs> his, his muscular hairy chest. Yeah. That's what they should be talking about. And they, and or who who else is very handsome nowadays? Who's who's very George Clooney? Is that George is Clooney <laughs> is seventy five years old? Oh man, I'm I'm just behind in everything. Let's just go back to Henry Cavill. Beautiful Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. They're like next week we're gonna have Henry Cavill. He's gonna share his recipes for cock meat sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> you boys ready for your cock meat sandwich? So the reason Tower Seven is so intriguing to conspiracy people like myself. Because there is an actual smoking gun to get into it. An actual smoking gun. There's an actual smoking gun. Mm-hmm. But to, to 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 start this off, many of the 9-11 people, the 9-11 truthers like myself, we have to get into Lucky Larry Silverstein. And people are going to know the name Lucky Silverstein because he was the, the guy that bought the World Trade Center, like the whole complex. Uh, he, on the, on the day of the attack, he was lucky enough to have a doctor's appointment that day. His son and daughter who both worked there, his, his daughter was like a, like a CEO there. She was late for work and she was always on time. His son was also stuck in traffic and they like, before they can get there, the Royal Trade Center was attacked. Like what are the fucking odds of that? Hmm. And we can get, let's get more deep into that. Was it Amazing Larry? Lucky, I call him Lucky Larry. A lot of people call him Lucky Larry because he's so lucky. His oh. deal to buy this, which we're going to get into. Was he the 99-year lease guy? Yeah. That's a long lease. Yeah. All right. Silverstein purchased the World Trade Center for 99 years. Uh, he had a 99-year lease because I think you had to buy it. I think you had to have like a lease, like a really fucking long lease. For it was for 125 million in June of 2001. This was six weeks before September 11th happened. Uh, known as the the buildings were known as uh, asbestos bomb, like an asbestos bombshell. Like these things were full of fucking shit. Bring back asbestos. That's what I say. Me too. And foam uh, or styrofoam. And styrofoam. Do it, Larry. Yeah. The buildings needed like $200 million in renovations and improvements. A cost of $15 billion was projected as a cost to dissemble the towers if he was to do that. Spoiler alert. Amazing Larry <laughs> from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, okay. <laughs> Continue. After uh, Silverstein bought the complex, he immediately insured the complex for $3.5 billion in, uh, with full coverage against... Terrorist attacks. Wow. How do you even, as an insurance company, how do you even... Okay. Yeah. That's, we'll insure multi-billion dollar mm-hmm. skyscraper, multiple skyscrapers. Never get attacked by a terrorist. Against terrorist attacks. 
That seems like a money laundering scheme to me. 100%. Where is the fucking money, Larry? That's that's what that's what I would say. I want my money back. Where's the money? You you got you have to put that on there. Where on on Goodfellas. Where's the money? Where's the money? <laughs> Or the Big Lebowski. He's like, yeah. where's the fucking money shit at? <laughs> yeah. uh, he immediately fires his uh, complex security company and he hires, get this, George Bush's brother, Marvin Bush's company, Securicom. Now it's called Stratasec. So that's weird, right? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah, like Marvin Bush was like the like he he was like on the board. He was like in charge at this security company. Just a weird uh coincidence that he would he would bring in his brother to be in charge of security at the World Trade Center. Like what do they even tell them? They're like All right, this is what we need you to do. We need you to put a security guard at the top mm-hmm. of the building. What if Marvin with Bush a, with a mag flashlight? And if any if anyone comes up there, like a plane or something, mm-hmm. or perhaps a uh, suspicious looking pelican, hit him with the light. Yeah, be like, hey, this is private property. You need, mm-hmm. to, you need to remove yourself from the premises post haste. Yeah, it was actually the first time it was. It what be- security are you doing besides in the lobby? I guess you don't want people going. Yeah, How do you insecure a fucking building besides the lobby? That doesn't even make fucking sense. I mean, you have to have, if if there is... Especially against terrorist attacks. Mm-hmm. You're going to flash a, a, a flashlight into You get a bazooka, the- you go to an, a, a building across the way, and you just shoot it at the fucking other building. <laughs> yeah. Easy peasy. Uh, so Lucky Larry, he used to have breakfast at 8.30 in the morning every day in the North Tower at the at the restaurant called Windows. But on September 11th, he complained that his, his about his skin and decided to skip his routine breakfast and go to a doctor. His daughter, Lisa, who was she was a VP of Silverstein Pro- Properties, attended meetings with tenants every morning on the 88th floor of the North Tower. The usual punctual Lisa was running late that day. Maybe we should call her, maybe we should call her Lucky Lisa. Yeah. Lucky Lisa would be a good name. On the 88th floor? Mm-hmm. The North Tower for Silverstein Properties. Eighty-eight. That's 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 unusual. Fucking Jews. Uh, Roger Silverstein, Larry's son, was also running late that day because he was stuck in traffic. Silverstein uh, Properties canceled meetings for the morning of the eleventh the night before. Therefore, executive and publicists all had their lives spared that day. What are the odds? Hmm. <laughs> what are the odds? Interesting. Yeah, that 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 one's strange because it's all those people. They just knew not to show up that day. It's kind of like what happened at the Pentagon. All those people decide like they were like, oh, like a lot of people called in sick, and a lot of lives were spared at the Pentagon because they were either at doctor's appointments or uh, they decided not to come in or meetings were canceled. It's too much of a coincidence. Maybe everybody's skin hurt. Is that what he said? My skin hurts. That's what he said. 
Sir, where were you on uh, the morning of September the 11th, 2001? Well, my, my skin s- hurts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, oh, that's the route you're going? Going yeah. with the... We're going with the Jew. Oh, my skin hurt. Oh, oh God. You go you go with the, the, the Jew guy voice? <laughs> they call me Lucky Larry. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, my skin. Oh, <laughs> That's cool. That's like your first character you've done on the show. I haven't done a character before. That's cool. Lucky Larry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, my skin hurts. I'm just full of boils. <laughs> After the tax, Larry filed two insurance claims for the maximum amount of the policy based on two in Silverstein's view separate attacks. So he got view. Oh, yeah. The view. It, oh, shit. I didn't know that. See? See? There's no coincidences. So he so he filed two separate uh, claims because there's two separate attacks in his view. The view. Right. Uh, Larry wants $7 billion for his loss. Larry gets his initial deposit of $125 million back. Larry gets... Eight hundred sixty-one million for building seven. Initial investment was three hundred eighty-six million. In what world does that make sense? Like, <laughs> if I pay a deposit and insurance on this building, and it fucking explodes, no one's giving me any money. Yeah, I don't give a fuck how good my insurance is. That's like not happening. Yeah. So, a building you're in charge of. And having security for it gets completely destroyed, and you get paid. Yeah, what a man. nice gig if you can get it. <laughs> so Larry gets four point one five five billion for the twin towers. He sues the airline and security firms for twelve point eight billion in two thousand eight. After this, sues the airline. Yeah, he sued them for for them crashing a plane into his buildings. And he won. He won. The first one. I think he did it again in 2013, and the judge was like, no, you've got enough, dude. Relax. Remember when there was, like, airline bailouts? Mm-hmm. It's like, no. Let them fail. Yeah. Uh, after all this, making his purchase of the World Trade Center, this was the greatest deal maybe in human history, in my opinion. <laughs> The greatest ma- deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should make Larry the fucking president. President Larry. Yeah. He's like, every time I hear this sound, <laughs> it's the sound of money. <laughs> so, uh, one of the reports that was going around that wasn't matching the NIST report was the explosions that were being reported from Tower 7. Uh, Man, I got... I'm, now I'm burping over here. What do I have over here? I... So, um, there were bombs being reported out of, um, out, out of the World Trade Center. So this guy over here, Eric Lawyer, he was, uh, he was a founder of firefighters for 9-11 Truth. His name is Eric Lawyer? Yeah. But switch it over here. So I'm going to play this real fast. So, um, uh-oh. <laughs> Why is there no sound? So Lex Luthor, who that is. Oh, I don't have. There were all kinds of firefighters and, and civilians that were reporting explosions. You heard explosions. 
like ba boom. It has like a distinct sound. It's not like when the <laughs> boom boom, like floors that were dropping and collapsing. This was ba boom. Nice like soul patch. A rumble in the ground. Like yeah. It's like you wanted to grab onto something. It's very nineties. Big explosion. That's Barry Jennings. Back into the eighth floor. I remember Barry Jennings. <laughs> Those are actual explosions. War explosions means they need to be investigated. Terrorists used explosives in the 93. We had witnesses to explosions. We have audio recording of explosions. We have overwhelming evidence that there were some explosive events. The manual gets into thermite, and if it says if you have melted steel or concrete, which thermite we had on 9-11, and there's videos of it, people can see it, we should test for it. It says when you have melted steel or concrete, you test for thermite. <laughs> so the fact that they're not testing for it is is crazy. Yeah. So that's so there was explosions. A lot there's a there's a lot of evidence of explosions that actually happened. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know. That's that, that's just uh, anecdotal evidence. <laughs> but there's a lot of people saying the same story. Well, I mean, what other evidence do you go by? Yeah, because it has to be anecdotal. Because there's people there. What, like, there, what's what? What other evidence do you look at other than anecdotal? Yeah, I mean, there's actual video of it. That's not just anecdotal. There are, are things exploding in that video. Yeah, and there is a lot of video of people because there's a lot of cameras there. They send out like news trucks out there. So they were catching a lot of stuff back then. It was a big cover-up, is what it was. Just, just like what uh, what what firefighter Eric Lawyer from for firefighters for nine eleven was saying. This needs to be investigated. There were melted concrete and melted steel, and it was never investigated. NIST is an institution of the federal government, so they were they were part of the United States Department of Commerce. They answer directly to the president of the United States. This is like having a criminal investigating themselves when you think about that. The report was heavily criticized by the scientific committee, the NIST report, and uh, because they, they didn't even allow it to be peer-reviewed. It's like the opposite of the fucking scientific method. Right, like like them finding uh, like molten steel in the basement, like mm-hmm. days and like weeks afterwards. It's like that's weird. It was still burning. It was weird. What? Like, why is that happening? Yeah, I don't know. That's just what happens when you when jet fuel. What's is, that over jets? there? <laughs> that was back in the day when you can just be like, "What's that over there?" <laughs> now the people go be like, "Be quiet! You're a conspiracy theorist." Yeah, <laughs> which is fucking lame. He said. David J says, is that McLovin? Dude, he does look like McLovin. That's crazy. <laughs> the guy with the soul patch? Oh, yeah. A McPadden? Uh, firefighter McPadden. McSoul patch? McSoul patch. There we go. So Thomas W. Eager, an engineer professor at MIT, suggested that, that they use reverse uh, reverse scientific method. They determined what happened and threw out the data and they didn't, that didn't fit their conclusion. So they went in there. A lot of the, the, the people that didn't like what, what the NIST put out was they already had their conclusion and they just put it out and they didn't they didn't allow it to be peer reviewed, which is weird. Like why wouldn't you want that to be peer reviewed? <clears throat> I mean is it like how long can you 
Like, is that something that could still be peer reviewed? Like, I, I don't imagine there's a time limit where it's just like, here, here's my findings. And if people don't want to mm-hmm. look at it because of political reasons or whatever, and maybe years later, people are like, let's reexamine that. Let's peer review that and look at it. And then, yeah, I mean, I imagine somebody read that shit and was like, oh, yeah, there's something to this. Yeah, there has to be. I don't know. I wouldn't but know that. All those people that. were raped and murdered. Mm hmm. So the the official story has been debunked by the engineering community extensively. Thousands of architects and engineers came together to form AE911truth.org. And on the website, they refute all the evidence that the NIST report put out. They agree that either laws of physics were defied on 9-11 or the official report must be false. So, like, you have experts coming out and saying, like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, the, the symmetrical collapse of Tower 7 is, is is the smoking gun, like I was saying. And uh, I, want, I, want, I want you guys to see how Tower 7 fell down, in case you guys forgot. So this, is what, so this is what it looks like right here. This is Tower 7 right here, and it falls symmetrically. And I'm going to point right here. If, you, if you're looking over here, I have my cursor over here. If it, if it fell into itself, this part would have fell down right here, or this would have fell down right here. It wouldn't fall like this. So look at how this looks. It goes down perfectly. For the third time today, it's reminiscent of those pictures we've all seen too much on television before when a building was deliberately destroyed by well-placed dynamite to knock it down. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. And I turned in time to see uh, what looked like uh, a skyscraper implosion. It looked like it had been done by a demolition crew. The whole thing just collapsing down on itself. For the third time today. Yeah. All right, yeah, so they, it's, it's the same thing, but it, it's it's the news kind of saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. So they're like, it kind of looks like it was demolished, but well, they didn't know at the time. Well, no one was scrubbing those types of things. Like, the news was... I guess better than I guess I can say better now in in, just, in comparison to them because then it was like you know you you could say stuff like that you, there's no one's like you can't say that yeah you can't sound you can't sound favorable towards certain things or people or blah, blah, blah. you have to sound like a jerk off all the time yeah uh, for for it to come down like that the calms this is what and this is what experts architects were saying. That for the building to come down like that, they would have to sever all the columns within one-tenth of a second of each other. The building fell down in six seconds, which measured the speed of freefall speed. And freefall speed is impossible unless there is nothing resisting it. So if it's if it explodes and knocks all those columns, there's nothing to be resisting it. It's just going to be like pancake on top of each other. Boom, boom. So that's the only thing... That is going to kind of like slow it down, but it did match free fall speed. Mm. Interesting. It, it is. It's like uh, like that. That's one of the things that people kind of point to is like how, there's all these experts that say this looks like a demolition. If you were to show this video and they didn't know what building it was, like you're going to show an architect with it, they would be like, oh, yeah, that's that's a demolition. It's easy. That's easy. But my question, definitely Tower 7 is Mm -hmm. fishy. Yeah. But I'm like, what, 
how do people connect that to towers one and two? Because it's like, because mm-hmm. the demolition theory on towers one and two doesn't seem to jive with tower seven because it fell from the top down. Yeah. Not, it didn't, it didn't like, that's true. It went, it, it fell apart from the, from the top down and not mm-hmm. like tower seven at all. So why not just make tower seven fall like one and two? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and you're you're exactly right because and I'm not saying that Tower Seven was not fishy because it's definitely fishy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Though I hear people make weird connections between the first two towers and seven, and I'm like, I don't understand your. I don't understand the connection. There's, I'm like, I think two things could be possible at the same time. Like seven was a fishy possible demolition. Yeah. And one and two was a, but that's the whole thing is that's, that's melting steel people. Yeah. Which I'm like, it's, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I I don't, I can't really trust anybody when it comes to melting steel. I'm like, yeah, buildings can't burn that hot. How do you know? Have you ever made a fire? Yeah. Ever? If you did, you know, certain things burn hotter than others. Things burn faster. Mm -hmm. There's things called accelerants. Yes. That's why you put lighter that, fuel on briquettes before you light them. Yeah, the the whole uh, jet fuel can melt like steel. Like that's I think part of that was a psyop because there's more to it. I think the 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 real thing in in tower 1 and 2 was it was built to to sustain a plane crashing into it and, and burning it with jet fuel, mm-hmm. and I I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you all the the mechanics of all that. Uh, we might do that later on in a later episode because yeah. I know <laughs> I saw the comments on there. Um, I I know on the new Pearl Harbor they explain it very well in the documentary. It's a four and a half hour po- uh, not podcast, a four and a half hour documentary. That was done that you can see on YouTube right now, but they do an f- excellent explanation of it. It's the same guy that did the the, the, the documentary about the the moon landing. Mm-hmm. The guy's fucking incredible. Frightening me knows who the name of the guy. I, I can't think of it on the top of my head right now. But the the new Pearl Harbor is a great documentary that explains everything about nine eleven. It's it's a little under five hours. So if you have time to do that. Or if you have five seconds, I could show you the new Pearl Necklace. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I like it. Uh, NIST claims the fires caused the columns to se- sever the columns, but they would. But but how would the co- the buildings come down symmetrically? A steel building has never collapsed due to fire, like I said earlier, except for on September 11th at Building 7. Uh. Um, the people defending the official story claim that the building was non-conventional because it was a building that used to be electri- electrical substation. So, like back in the 1960s, it was a, an electrical substation, but in later in the 1980s, it was turned into an, a, a building. And then, what these the people that debunk the conspiracy theorists are saying is. This building is susceptible to fire because it is an electrical substation. You get know what I'm saying? But uh, hmm. yeah, so it wasn't a conventional building. It was it was it was built for. Like, are, are you saying it was like a special building, like in the Ghostbusters? 
Like Dana Barrett's apartment. <laughs> kind of. They don't make them like they used to. Yeah. They never made them like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I, do electrical substations, are those more less susceptible to fire? Yeah. Well, they're more susceptible to fires is, is what they're saying. They're more. And this is what the people that, 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 that accept the NIST report and they're like, well, this, it's not that crazy that this thing would catch on fire and then like the... It would be easier to take it down, but they didn't. What what these people didn't account for is Larry Silverstein invested two hundred million dollars in cutting out floors, adding elevators, reinforcing steel girders, upgrading power supplies, and making other improvements in its million square feet of space. Three hundred sixty-five tons of steel required. Twelve miles of welding were installed to reinforce floors for the building's extra equipment. So, therefore, that debunks those debunkers over there because they had to rebuild. They basically rebuilt the building to make it up to code. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. We can't check that now. No, because it's... The building's every- gone. He can be like, I totally... I yeah. am... I like I I stapled bulletproof vests to the inside of the walls. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> They're like, "Did you do that?" Yeah, I could show you, but the building's gone. But yeah. I totally did that, and uh, I welded it in place with diamonds. Yeah, yeah. So one of the, one of the more interesting stories in regard to Tower Seven in controlled demolition is the story of Barry Jennings. Barry Jennings was the deputy director of emergency services department of New York city housing authority. So he was like, they, they send him into this building, uh, tower seven when after road trade center one and two were hit by airplanes. And at that time it like, they, they sent him in there with Michael Hess, Michael Hess. He was the New York city corporate council. He was, he was a uh, one of Giuliani's highest ranking cabinet members. So he, those two people were in the building as it was, everyone was out of that building. And the, the reason Michael Hess is important is because he corroborates everything that Barry Jennings says. Mm-hmm. And uh, these two were rescued by firefighters in building seven before it collapsed. Jennings claimed that explosions trapped them in the building. So he was one of the people, like he, he is a legit person that was like, I was in building seven and I heard explosions and actually felt an explosion. So Jennings and Hess were like making their way down, down the building. They're in the 23rd floor and they got down to the eighth floor. They heard an explosion and he said this explosion was so powerful that it knocked him back like across, like it knocked him across the, the room. So he said like, he like after he heard that, he's like, all right, he's like, I'm going to die here. This is it. There's no way. He's like, he's like, I started praying to Allah, and because uh, he, I guess he was Muslim. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you talk like a fag. <laughs> so at this time, the twin towers were still standing. So it, it, it wasn't from the collapse of the building that made the the explosion. So that debunks what they were saying about that. When they got to the lobby, it was unrecognizable. He said. It looked like, I think he said King Kong. He's like, it looked like King Kong walked into this building. Uh-huh. It looked like King Kong Bundy was here. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 
So there, so you said that like the, this this lobby is so big that they had like escalators. So the escalators you can't like it was so big that there was escalators. It's just a big room and it was just like just totally destroyed. Yeah, and they, the the lobby was complete. It was like the very tall walls, very 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 tall. Yeah, and the walls had like marble. Uh huh. Had like marble walls. Oh, really? Right? I didn't know about this. But they were, you know, they were like marble, maybe that thick. Yeah. But they were like giant flats of marble, and they were like shattered off the walls. Yeah. Imagine being in the lobby and a fucking twenty by twenty foot piece of fucking marble just falls flat in the room and explodes like that alone is, would fuck you up. Oh yeah. That would, that would, like, even if it doesn't directly hit you, just the shrapnel of it. Yeah. That should hit you in the face while you're going down an escalator. Yeah. That would, that would fucking kill you. Eating a fucking croissant. Yeah. You're like, you're like, I can't wait. Ah! Yeah. He, yeah. So yeah. Barry Jennings said that he saw when he went down there, like he, he said these people had just left. You can literally still see the coffee steam coming out of their coffee there was half eaten mm. sandwiches so it looks what like kind of sandwiches uh probably pastrami pastrami yeah or possibly you boys ready for your cock meat sandwich <laughs> there's cock meat sandwiches definitely. half eaten cock meat sandwiches so they're they're being ex- escorted by this firefighter and the firefighter told them not to look down because there's dead bodies and this so this right here conflicts with the official story that the, that NIST put out because they claim that no one died in Building 7. That's one of the things. Barry Jennings, and we've, we've talked about this uh, loose change. Mm-hmm. So Barry Jennings gave an interview that was, on, that, that was supposed to be on loose change, but he asked that interview be cut from the documentary before it's released because of a fear he would lose his job and his family was going to be threatened. Mm-hmm. Shortly before the release of the NIST report, I think it was like 10 days before it happens, Barry Jennings dies mysteriously. And this is where it gets interesting. Director Dylan Avery. Hey, I remember his right name. Remember we were talking about him in the car? It was Dylan Avery. Yeah. Director Dylan Avery from Loose Change, he hires a private investigator to look into his death. The investigator ended up referring the case to law enforcement before refunding his pay, he gave all his money back to Dylan uh, Avery, and he told Dylan to never contact him again. Dylan mm. was like, "What the fuck? That's weird." So Dylan was like, "All right, let's go see his house." He's like, "I we need some closure. This guy's like a hero. He's a nine eleven hero. Like we have to know what happened to him." They go to his house. His house is completely vacant, and they had sold it. I mean, it was it was up for sale. So how long from 9-11 was this? Well, he died about seven years after it happened because this report came out in, like, I think, 2007. So he was telling all these stories, and I think they were telling him. Where did he die? He, I think he died. I don't know where he died, actually. Hmm. But, like, it was, I think his uh, death certificate was also manipulated. Like, there's a lot of weird shit with Barry Jennings. Where he was, his, his death certificate was manipulated. Yeah. Also, he was talking about like after he gave that interview, he gives this like 20, 30 minute interview about everything that happens, everything I just explained to you. And then right before his death, he was like, there he was like, oh no, maybe, maybe this is a little different. Like he was, he was kind of like going back on certain things because I think he was being threatened 
they're like, we got to change some of your story, or we're gonna, or it, we're going to kill you, like hmm. that type of shit. So it was just like a, it was a large, it was a bunch of strange circumstances yep. that happened with Barry Jennings, and he was he's one of the whistleblowers, and it's hard to find a lot, a lot of Barry Jennings stuff is hard to find. Yeah, that's. Is there any other people like Barry Jennings, or is he like yeah? There is like the, the only one. No, there's more. Uh, I mean, Michael Hess was there, so he corroborated his whole story. Yeah. And then you have the the, the janitor in uh, the, for the Royal Trade Center that said he he heard bombs too. In in the, in the toilet. Yeah. What the fuck was his name? Because he's a janitor. The yeah, they had a janitor that. Uh, I mean, he ended up being homeless. But he would tell these these stories about what happened. And he was he was talking about the guy that caught on fire in in the in the that. So there was an elevator that came down, and then like this guy was go, gonna go up the elevator or whatever, and he opened it and it fucking exploded. And like he said, he saw his skin literally melt off of his face. The homeless man said this. No, no, this was the he was a janitor at the time, and he would always talk about. He was like one of the whistleblowers of it. He was a Mexican dude. I can't remember his name. What the fuck? What was his name? What if I have in my notes? His name was John Leguizamo. William Rodriguez was his name. William Rodriguez. If you guys have a chance, look up William Rodriguez, the janitor. I, I, I there, like his his story is a fucking incredible. Like that might be a, an episode for later on. Oh, also frightening me. Good, good. Uh, that, that, Massimo Mazuko. He was an Italian guy. That's the name of the guy that made um, the new Pearl Harbor. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that was that, his name. Yeah, William Rodriguez. Look into William Rodriguez if you guys are listening to the show. But yeah, moving on. Everything about September 11th was shrouded in mystery. A lot of cover-up shit. A lot of shit that like people were like, okay, why would they do that? It was like, Someone was in on it. There was reports of people hearing explosions, a countdown for the demolition. There was also the mistake done by BBC where they falsely reported the collapse of Building 7 before it happened. For anyone that has not seen this. I remember that. Yeah, watch this shit right here. As soon as it pops up. In the background. Jane Stanley. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? As you can see behind me... At 5 o'clock, Building 7 can clearly be seen on the right of the picture. But the BBC correspondent, who was obviously unfamiliar with the landscape, didn't recognize it. This has fueled ludicrous conspiracy theories, which accused the mainstream media of having been informed in advance of what was going to happen on September 11. In truth, this incident only confirms that the information on the impending collapse had been circulating long enough in downtown Manhattan to have already reached the BBC, even before it happened. At about the same time, when CNN recorded the explosions near Building 7, they also captured the police clearing the area and announcing the collapse. Explosion. They're talking about the building coming down. This fucking sloppy police officer. This is the account by a paramedic who witnessed the collapse. You know, 
we heard this this sound that sounded like a clap of thunder. Turned around, we were shocked to see that the building was, uh, uh, well, it looked like there was um, a shock wave uh, ripping through the building and the windows all uh, busted out and, you know, it was, it was horrifying. And then, uh, you know, about a second later, the bottom floor caves out and uh, the building followed after that and um, we saw the building crash down all the way to the ground. There's even someone who heard a countdown moments before the building collapsed. First responder Kevin McPatton was... Oh, yeah, we've already heard this part, but... Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. Yeah, there, there's a McLovin right there. That is McLovin, all right. <laughs> McPatton, it's McLovin. Oh, my God. Oh, no, is he a vampire? He just looks like he smells. <laughs> he I know, like he, he looks like he stinks. <laughs> he, he looks like he just jerked off. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that sweat on his forehead. Ugh. Sorry, McPadden. Probably died of, of of poisoning from from ground zero. From yeah, he he died from a lube overdose. Lube overdose. <laughs> he rode a blading faggot. One of the things uh, that was weird that the debris from the building was shipped and sold to Shanghai Bao Steel Group Corp in China. So the debris from Ground Zero mm-hmm. was sold to China. To China for what, China. For what reason was it sold to China? Um, to get rid of evidence. But, the, but, the chi- but this company always buys recycled steel because it's cheaper. That's mm. what they said. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. The de- so the debris was never tested for thermite, even though firefighters claimed the steel turned into molten lava. Like, look at what these guys there, fucking there, said. There's still some, uh, there's still some steel girders from 9/11 in the states. Yeah, you can go. And, you can go to the 9/11. Um, there's uh, one at like a truck stop somewhere in like fucking North Dakota or some shit like that. Yeah. Listen to what these guys said. Like these are actual um these are these are people that were at the the um ground zero when it happened. Mm-hmm. These are firefighters. And I want you to look at the guy's face when he's describing the molten lava of this all. The molten lava steel. Liquid hot magma. Magma. I think he just did it to who knew? I, I, to be honest with you, I, I think he, he might have thought that was it for us, too. You'd get down below and you'd Look see his face. molten steel. Molten steel running down the channel rails. Nice flat top. Like you're in a foundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like lava. Like, like lava. There wasn't a lot of screaming. There wasn't a lot of yelling. Obviously, there was no machinery. I mean, there was, it was all gone. Yeah. That yeah, the the whole thing with the molten steel and the molten concrete and all that, it, it goes back to what we were saying. It should have been tested. Thermite can do that. Not fucking uh fuel from a jet is going to create molten steel for that long. It was like weeks where it was just lava. Mhm. Perhaps 9/11 Perhaps we we seem to be looking at the sky. Yeah. Perhaps we are looking in the wrong place. Perhaps nine eleven was perpetrated by a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this uh, so by the, it turning into liquid, 
it should have been tested for chemicals like thermite. Instead, Cheney's Halliburton shipped off all the evidence to China for it to get thrown in, in, into the Atlantic or to be destroyed. Damn. Fuck, man. They threw it right on. They threw it. Uh, what if? What if? Like years from now, they just find Osama bin Laden's body just laying on top of wreckage from nine eleven. That would be fucking insane. Also, they're very artsy. <coughs> Who is? If if they're to put Osama bin Laden on all the fucking debris, wouldn't that be amazing? If that- they if they made like a cross and mm-hmm. then crucified him on it, yeah. <laughs> That's a 9-11 memorial. Right that would there. be the best memorial. Sure would be. This is the guy we lied about that would attack 9-11, even mm-hmm. though he never admitted to doing it. You like watching people get fucked for free? Yeah. <laughs> why? So why would they destroy Building 7? I just, I, I, I don't know. But it's strange that some of the tenants of the building include, one, the IRS, the United States Secret Service, National, like, uh, what else? National Association of Insurance Commissioners, Department of Defense, the DOD, and the Central Intelligence Agency. The CIA, they had a bill, they had an office there. It was a clandestine office that no one really knew about until after 9 11 happened. Mm-hmm. Strange that the IRS office was destroyed after Donald Rumsfeld admitted the day before September 10th, 2001. That they could not account for two point three trillion dollars missing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's too much there. There's too mm-hmm. much with Building Seven. There's so much shit there. So I know it's a hologram. It's a hologram. <laughs> it's a hologram. So that's what I, when people say shit like hologram and stuff, I'm like, no, no, there's actually shit in there that's. No, I don't think people, uh, I don't know. I think that reinforces the fact that it was some terrorist group. Yeah. Because who else did they get a hit? What did they get a hit? Fucking Radio City Music Hall. It's like, no, they're going to, if you were a terrorist and you want to fly a building into something, where would you fly it into? Maybe a building that was filled with all these fucking people that you hate. My issue with all that, though, with that people that do say that, it's like, oh, Al Qaeda did it, Al Qaeda. But, um, <laughs> but like, why? Say it like you say it like like you're part of the Bush family. Al Qaeda. Al Al Qaeda. <laughs> all dressed in white, living in a cave. <laughs> white. white. That's all. That's all Texans say. W H white. White. Uh, but I, I, so after they do this attack, do they do they benefit at all from that? No. They got fucking destroyed and got all their land taken from them. I mean, I think people, I think I think one can argue that they benefited. How? In what way? Well, we're less free. Ah. We are less free. But who benefits more from that? The United States government or Al-Qaeda? Well, the United States government and whoever ends up dealing with well, I mean, if like you, what was it? We were hunting the Taliban. Yeah, remember the Taliban? Mm-hmm. Taliban's doing all right right now. We we fucking pulled out of Afghanistan. Yeah, we left fucking tanks and guns and all kinds of shit. Yeah, and we just handed it back over to them. Yeah, here's your fucking country back, mm-hmm. and a bunch of free munitions 
They, they, seem, they seem to came out, play, they came out pretty, the, pretty good. Yeah, but they weren't the ones that were accused of doing 9-11. That was Al-Qaeda. Which Al-Qaeda. I don't... I don't, I don't Where is Al-Qaeda? Where do they live? I don't know. I don't know the difference. <laughs> Neither do I. It's the same fucking thing. I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, when someone says Al-Qaeda, I'm like, is that is that the Taliban? They're like, no, it's different tribe. Like, nah, same thing. Yeah, you, you need... It's like... Uh, they need better branding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like ISIS has good branding. Yeah. Everyone knows who ISIS is. Yeah. They have a fraction of the numbers of the Taliban. Yeah. A fraction. But they're way more scary. Oh, yeah. They're terrifying. They're, they're, you know, they're the Hannibal Lecter of fucking terrorist groups. You know what I mean? If there was... Production crew. If there was an underground prison, mm-hmm. an asylum with crazy terrorists... Yeah. The ISIS guy would be in the Hannibal Lecter bulletproof glass cell. They're like, don't let him out. He's the, he's the most scariest guy. Yeah. The Taliban is the guy jerking off and throwing in your face. That's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, so so you're like me. You don't really believe the official story. I'm not saying you believe everything I'm saying. I believe Michael Rupert. Yes. That's who I believe. Truth and lies of 9-11. It's on the internet. Yes. Go I'm watch it. Everything legend. you could ever want to know. Motive. Mm-hmm. Motive. If you want, to, if you want motive, because when you present these things to people, will be like, "Well, why would anyone do that? Why would anyone do this? Why would anyone do?" He covers all of the whys mm-hmm. and who would benefit and who did benefit from nine eleven. Does he have a smoking gun? No, but he has people who benefited and were placed in strategic positions to make things happen. And what was the sort of? Uh, like after the war started, yeah, it's like who benefits from the chaos? Yeah. You know who else? The government benefits from the chaos. Yes, they get to pass pass the Patriot Act, which I'm sure they've been fucking sitting on for God knows how long because they wrote that shit in like the middle of the night. Yeah, they, well, they they, it's they like nine it. million pages. They're like, here, we need everyone to read this. You have three hours to read it, and we need to pass it. And they people just blindly passed it. Everyone knows this. Yeah, this I'm not. Was- I'm not telling any new stories here. That's who benefits. Like, who benefits? Mm-hmm. If you become less free and it's you, I punish you. Yeah. If, you know, if, you, if you're doing something I think is suspicious and I pass some new shit that lets me punish you for that, yeah. I benefit from someone over here off camera doing that. That's what I think most things, I think, that's what I think most conspiracies are. It's people looking at bad situations and finding out ways to benefit themselves. Like they take a horrible situation, buildings fall, a lot of people die, but the people who take advantage of that situation. That's the conspiracy. Yeah. Cuz you're never going to find out it's just too, I think it is too simple. I think it's just like a bunch of crazy Muslim guys wanted to blow up a building and a lot of people spent a lot of money and time allowing them to do it. Yeah. People are just like I want to blow up this place. But you know what? Maybe just maybe you leave the door unlocked and I just come in. It's like the Latanza heist it, from it's, Goodfellas it, where they're just like they stole like millions of dollars worth of shit. Mm-hmm. And the way they did it was security guard left the door unlocked and they walked in, grabbed it, walked out. Not a shot was fired. Yeah. No one. I think it was something like that where like people were allowed to let things happen. Mm-hmm. And when those things did happen, people were like, this is how we pass all these laws and rules and 
You have to take your fucking shoes off when you go to the airport. And then we're going to benefit from that because the people that, you know, you don't understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. People yeah, yeah. created a situation that they can benefit from. It's, and it's based on nothing but fear. Yeah. It's not really protecting anybody. If you really wanted people protected, you let people like concealed carrying on an airplane. But yeah. people, people would say, that's crazy. I'd be like, is now, it? You're not, you're not going to attack somebody when you know you could just get shot in the back of the head. I mean, you like know, the guy behind you could have a gun. Yeah, I'm just saying that like millions and millions and billions of dollars being used for to keep people safe and fight terror, the terror, mm-hmm. terrors. It's like no, there's a lot of people out there that want to put that idea in your head that you're in a lot more danger than you actually are, and people make money off of that. Yeah, I, I, I there's I, a new strain it, of COVID coming, people. Get ready, Perfect guys. example. We never run out of, of examples. Yeah, it, it keeps happening. I, I I do think my opinion is, and I've said this before, I think 9-11 was an inside job and an outside job. So I think it was coordinated globally. I think there were people like the United States government who reached out to the Israeli government, and there were people in the Middle East like the Taliban. All these people were all involved, all these groups you have the UK, you have all these different factors that was able to pull us off. They were working in coordination with the military. They were having all these like drills that were being done. And the key word, I think, in a lot of these situations, compartmentalization. Mm-hmm. It's, this isn't the Manhattan Project. How many? How can so many people keep a fucking secret? It's like they don't have people to. who didn't. They didn't know. You know what you're supposed to know. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you don't know. Yes. It's that simple. Yep. And pe- people's, people can't keep secrets. Yes, they can. There is- yes, they can keep secrets. There's a, the Manhattan Project is such a bad example because there's so many things that took place where it's just like, how did we not know? The, the people have kept secrets about all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. Hundreds and hundreds of people involved spread over multiple continents. And people were able to keep fucking shit secret and shit was allowed to happen. Yeah. But it, the, the fucking, the war in Ukraine is like that. Yeah. It is exactly like that. It's like, why are we sending so much money? Why are we doing all this and we're not helping out the people in Hawaii? People are like, shh. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Barbenheimer. <laughs> Did you guys see Barbenheimer? Oh, man, it's so silly. It's Barbenheimer. Yeah, it's Barbie and Oppenheimer. See, it's that easy. Yeah. You just compartmentalize people. You just, just like, here, look at this. I'm over here doing something else off camera that you can't see. You'll never know. You'll never know what it is. You'll never You'll know. You'll never know. And I'll make money doing it. <laughs> it's like when you go to a movie theater, you buy your ticket and you watch your movie. Yeah. But somebody's making money off of various things. Pest control in the theater, perhaps. Mm-hmm. The people who maintain the IMAX projectors. You don't see those people. You don't even see the projector, but yet you can see the movie is on the screen. How does that happen? It's all hidden from you. You're only supposed to see what you're supposed to see. Yes. You look forward and look at the screen. You don't look at the man in the projection room. David J. So we'll take a few questions before we we get out of here. David J. Says, when's the episode about harp and the, and the Cali earthquake We're I've been working on a, on a, on a harp thing. I've been wanting to do this for weeks. I might end up doing it 
the next couple weeks, or it might be when I get uh, back home. I'm, I'm going to be going to New York in a couple weeks. And uh, we, I'm, when you go in, I need to coordinate that with you. Vanessa's going out of town. Okay. She's going out to California for, she's probably going to be there for like a week. I'm going to be in New York from September 1st to the 12th. Mm. So it's like a week and a half. Plenty of time to catch up on Skeleton Factory. Yes. I, I, I might shoot another episode. I have a whistleblower from like a, a, a pilot. I won't say his name just in case he, he backs out. But um, I might put that one out September 11th or, or the week of it. <laughs> yeah. He has some really good stuff about the Pentagon. He's been on some other big shows. But I'm hoping we can coordinate something. And I know, I think Frightening Me would know who the guy is whenever, whenever it is. Whenever it does come out, it, it's this guy's super interesting. Wait a minute. You're going to be gone until the 12th? Yeah. But I have I have some other episodes. But, the show, but you want to do a September 11th episode? I'm So if I record this episode, I will release it later on. I see. And I, I think it coordinates perfectly where I only have to have an, one extra episode. But harp episode, I definitely want to do. We'll, we'll have it maybe... And uh, maybe the, the first or the third week of September. That would definitely be coming up. Uh, who else? Uh, we have. Uh, who else asked questions here? Uh, well, Frightening Me says my questions aren't, aren't safe for YouTube, but I told him to ask it anyway. But he also said it was OJ responsible. <laughs> I mean, where was OJ during 9-11? Yeah, where was he? I don't know. Or was he? That's a that's a good question. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna look that up right now. Where was OJ Simpson during 9/11? Yeah, uh, I I don't. So uh, there's a there's a whole thing about hurricanes and like the fans and, and the ocean that are blowing air. Like I, I I think there is something to that where you can create uh, hurricanes. I think weather is weaponized. That's why you're hearing about climate change a lot. But that that could be an interesting episode. Uh, what else? What else we got in here in the chats? Um, we have. Um, where was it? If you can be a tower that fell, what tower would you be? That's that from David J. Also. I don't know. I, I think I'd want to be either tower one or two because everyone will. will will remember you <laughs> like that. You're, you're the most famous. Like people didn't start talking about tower seven to for like probably like five or six years. Which tower got bombed in like the world trade center bombing on oh, like 92. Yeah. Which tower was that? I don't know. I want to be that one. We got, should got hit by a bomb and then I got hit by a fucking plane. Yeah. And then it went down, shot down in flames. I don't know. <laughs> There actually is an article I found. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's titled "OJ Simpson and 9/11 Terrorists Get Vaccinated in America," and Americans are furious. Lizard person says, "Where's y'all's no limit chains?" I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the no limit chains uh, coming soon. Uh, become a member of <laughs> support us on Patreon, and then we'll buy no limit chains. Uh, we also have a uh, a cash app. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I it's guess called link. Cash app. Yeah, we have cash app, 
if you want to just donate to the show and say, this is for No Limit Chains, we'll use all that money for the No Limit Chains and we'll wear them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me go. So so I want to give a big, speaking of Patreon and people that are donating to the show, I want to give a big shout out to you guys. First off, we'll go with Matt Spears, David Jones, who is in the chats right now, Lucas R. I don't see Lucas R in here. Who the fuck are you? He's usually so in there. I'm on Team Human. I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. Matt Royston, Michael Terpstra, Itamashi Chan, Buck McGee. Sounds like a poor name. David O.S. Bernson, our boy. What's going on, David? Uh, Patrick Franzenberg, Joe, Thomas, Adam Rumpf, Thomas Sims, Jen, Ben, Derek Thompson, Tyler Buck. There's a lot of bucks in here. Melissa Black. Why are you gay? Space Cowboy. He was in here earlier. Uh, H-Bomb, 1144V2. Wendell Moore. Francis, 10. William Manolo. Manola. Manola. There we go. Ruby Tuesday. Zachary C. Dice. And Titus Grishianis. That's our newest member, Shout out to Titus. He's like, he, he just joined. Uh, Titus Christianus. Yeah, he just joined a few hours ago. Thank you for joining, Titus. So I'm on Team Human. I care about you. I appreciate you. I love you. Yes, guys. Uh, keep keep uh, keep helping support the show. Like I was saying, five stars on, on iTunes, Spotify. Help us get blow up in the, in the algorithm. We're talking about some edgy shit. So we're, we're going to constantly be, in, be attacked by these people. Instagram has us restricted. If you go to uh, um, Skeleton Factory's uh, Instagram, he posted that like that 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 our chat like this channel right here cannot be shared. Oh yeah, I just tried to put something in my story, and it was there. Yeah, I tried to say at Conman Podcast, and it said it can't be. It could not be shared because this this page has put out disinformation or misinformation yes and or mr disinformation yes that, that should be the new show name it's going on steven addison i see that he's like did i miss it yes you did god damn it we're we're, god damn it. we're reading the patreon names right now and you just you, you missed everything you fucking fucked up thanks for thanks everyone for for tuning into the show uh you can find us on Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast Twitter we got to grow the Twitter channel because you can make money on Twitter so go to at comment podcast one I'm going to start posting the full episodes on there if you're on Twitter or X whatever the fuck it's called go on there support the show retweet us we need all the help we can because someone fucking hates us out there and they they, they are reporting our, our YouTube channel our Instagram like all that stuff so if you're if you're reporting us we'll meet you in Bastrop and um, last person to walk out alive wins. I'll fucking eat you. Amazon oh. Music. What the fuck is Amazon Music? I'll kill and eat you. The lizard person says, is there a way to share on Amazon Music? Maybe. I will... If you follow me on Instagram, I'll post Amazon Music on there. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, uh, leave a review on there and join the Patreon. All the fun stuff, help support the show. Um, yeah, 
I think that is it. Oh, comment merch store. Comment merch store. That Spotify, whatever. Go, go. If you want to get some cool 9/11 shirts, you you're running out of time because it's coming up. September 11th is in. Uh, it's August 23rd right now, so you got about two and a half weeks. Plenty of time. Got two weeks. If you order it right now, it will be there in time to wear it in Manhattan. I might just order myself a shirt whenever I go to New York. I'll be there on September 11th. Yeah, wear that there. I'm, sure, like I'm that. sure New Yorkers will love it. I, I think they will. I think they will. <laughs> All right, guys. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.